The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you. As together, we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Positive Talk Radio. I got to tell you, this is going to be a very special one. Um, Nathan, can you hear me okay? I hear you just fine. Awesome, awesome. We've got a terrific show for you today. But before we go there, I just want to remind everybody, it's uh, Nathan, it's going to be what, 95 today? Oh, it's going to be warm today. Probably not as warm as the last few days. We're starting to get into that cooling trend. It seems like with the weather, actually, I'm looking at it right now. It goes down by one degree each day. So we're 93 today, 92 tomorrow. Sunday, we'll get down to 88. Oh, gee, that's a good thing. Wow. Five <laughs> degrees. Who really cares? Uh, but I just wanted to make sure everybody is aware. And I know the KKNW listeners are very smart and is very aware. But don't leave your dog. Don't leave your cat or your animal in the car um, and to leave it for any length of time. Because the temperature in a car can go up from what it is today to like 120 in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So don't don't do that. So, uh, Nathan, we've got a great show for you today. And while we're waiting for uh, Mr. Perlman to arrive, what I'd like to do uh, uh, right off the bat, can we play the song that we are going to be featuring today? And the two ladies that have done it, uh, they um, they are uh, um, Sisters J, and they are a brand new act. We've got the songwriters here. We've got Mother Mary. I think she was Mother Mary before. Uh, Paul McCartney wrote the song let it be uh, but we've got all of that and they they're just a couple of beautiful young ladies yeah. they've got a great voice and uh and so why don't we why don't we play that we're going to play it again at the end so that people can listen to it a couple of times but i it's a it's a beautiful song and, and uh ted perlman produced it um and we'll get into who he is in just a moment and um, um mr thornton uh klein he wrote it and along with i believe mary and uh the two girl and and elizabeth and the, and uh, the two girls are going to sing it, and they're going to sing it right now. The song is called Open When. Open when you need a new song. Open when you forget where you belong. Open when you want to feel closer to me. Ourselves. Nothing we can do about the distance. The miles between us, a part of me is missing. A road through a laptop for every day we've been together. Open each one when you think of me. Open 
Uh, Sisters J, and we've got them here. We've got uh, Thornton here. We've got uh, Mother Mary. And Mother Mary comes to me speaking words. <laughs> exactly. And we've also got a gentleman by the name of um, Ted Perlman. And there we go. Is that, is that better? That's better. Yes. Uh, Ted Perlman. And by the way, um, Nathan, um, you are an audio guy and you are a production guy. So you ought to know who Ted Perlman is. Have you heard that name before? No, sir. It's a first for me. Well, well then I'm, I'm taking my sunglasses off so I can see you. Me too. There I am. Okay, good. <laughs> and Ted Perlman is a, uh, he's a record producer, songwriter, and arranger. He's produced, arranged, and recorded and toured with major artists such as, and, and tell me if you've heard any of these people, uh, Nathan, um, Whitney Houston, Harry ben- Belafonte, Bob Dylan, Diana Ross, Burt Bacharach, uh, Ronald Isley, Alexandria Rossio, um, and the Manhattans, Blush, and my favorite, Ringo Starr, Joe Cocker, Chicago, and Young MC. Um, so he is what you would call a legendary producer in the music industry. Yes, sir. The list goes on and on, even behind that. And that is quite the resume, I must say bunch of guitar playing and stuff but the coolest thing is that i was friends with don lafontaine which keeps us in the radio thing is the guy who did all those voiceovers in a world that the biggest yeah the biggest voiceover guy on the planet so when it comes to radio and stuff he did all those movie trailers so uh, i always like to have that name in there especially doing radio interviews because he was like the king and he taught me how to edit that stuff so he, I saw a 60 Minutes episode on him, and yeah. he would actually be in a limousine, and he would be going from studio to studio, doing the inner world. We were, you know, in doing doing what he did. It was just really phenomenal. So, thank you for being here, uh, Thornton. Thank you for being here. You're a songwriter of note. You've written six number ones in the last couple of years, and uh, and th- eight, nine. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and of, course, of course, we have Sisters J here. Elizabeth, you are you sang uh, uh, lead on that song. That was beautiful. Oh, they both they both sang. It goes back and yeah. forth. Well, it, it was now. Now Lily did mostly the harmonies. Is that right? And and Elizabeth did the the main. Or did you guys um, go back and forth? We went back and forth. Yeah, we went back and forth with it. Oh, very good. And you guys are sisters. You're three years apart, and you're just getting got out of college with uh, and musical school with with um, uh, lots and lots of accolades, and you did really well. So, what are you looking forward to, Elizabeth? I'll start with you. What are you looking forward to uh, in your music career? Because it's getting started, and I think it's going to be dynamic. Uh, what part of my music career? <laughs> Just all. Well, of it. tell. Okay, <laughs> we'll start there. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> besides, besides I do. Beautifully. I do a lot of things right now. I'm doing my student teaching for uh, instrumental music education at one of the high schools in the area, and so I've been um, doing that, doing the professional development days. And school starts next week, and I'm very excited to work alongside the band director and learn a lot there. Um, but then also, I'm very excited for this song and like where we've gone with it, and to continue working with. Um, well, obviously my sister and Ted and Thornton, just to see where it goes. Don't forget your mom. Well, obviously my mom. She's included. <laughs> mother, mother, Mary. <laughs> mother Mary. Well, I got I to gotta tell you, and we talked about it before, but it is vital if you're going to get some traction and get out there that you need to have a great team around you. And you have a great team. You have a great team. And uh, Lily, uh, what, are, what are you doing this summer for fun and engagement? <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to get my book published. <laughs> Holy and, crap, you're a writer too? Mm-hmm. I'm also working on my own comic book right now. Oh, you're and, a published illustrator and all that. <laughs> She's a five-time <laughs> published illustrator. <laughs> Holy criminy, you guys are talented. Mom, how did you come up with all that talent for these guys? I, I spoon-fed it <laughs> every day. <laughs> yes, it's all very much a blessing. Yeah, they're very, very incredibly talented, both of them. So, And then little brother's coming up behind them. He's kind of a... Dr. Edge. Dr. Edge. He's a, he's a drumming dynamo at age nine. So, yeah, Ted, Ted gave him the name Dr. Edge. So... <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, next, uh, Sisters J reckons going to start out with Dr. Edge. It's going to be a cartoon video. It'll be cool. So, uh, Ted, I have to ask you, you've been, you've been working with talented people pretty much your adult life. Uh, what, what drew you to these two and, and, and sucked you in so that you wanted to produce their record? I've been doing this since I've been, like, younger than Lily. I started professionally when I was 17. Um, so the one thing that's been constant through my whole career is that I can really spot a talent. And, you know, there are people that are okay, and you run into them, and you keep going, and then every once in a while you run into somebody who's exceptional. And these two girls, um, can't call them girls anymore, women, these two women are exceptional women, and uh, kudos to Mary for that. Um, they're just super talented in anything they put their mind to, 
they can just do, you know, they don't have any limits to like, if you look at other people who come along, like Madonna, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, these people that just have no limits is just, you know, the world, the world is their uh, oyster, the old expression. Sure and so these girls can write, they can sing, they can produce. And in multi uh, facets of the media, they, you know, I see them in a film, television, concerts, and just uh, everything. They're their talent is uh, limitless, which is, you know, I, that's what I saw when I met them. Elizabeth, that has to make you feel like good. <laughs> I'm trying not to tear up right now. <laughs> well, well, you guys, and the song is so pretty, and you guys sing it so beautifully. And that was written by uh, Thornton. You, you had a hand in writing that, right? I did, along with uh, with Mary and um, AJ, which is Elizabeth Jackson. Too. Ah, very, very nice. What now? Tell us a little bit about the song. What What is it about, Thornton? Well, um, actually, I think AJ could tell you better because it's a true story. It is a true story based on true story about her. Sort of, I don't know if you want me to say like X uh, or some things that happened <laughs> in the past, some past things. But you go, you take it, Elizabeth, and uh, you know. it it comes from a few different things. There are uh, there's one line that says, "I wrote you a letter for every day we've been together," and um, I love to give handmade gifts. And at one, this came from. Um, I was giving a birthday present to <laughs> someone. Someone, someone, someone in particular, um, and I had calculated how many days we had been together at that point, and <laughs> um, the day that I gave it to him would have been 502 days, and so I wrote 502 individual notes, and so that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I never really appreciated it, but, you know, it's fine. Um, and then uh, Open Wind comes from letters that I've written, like, uh, for people going off to college, but then letters that people have written to me going off to college. Like, some of my friends did that for me. Like, Open Wind, you need a hug. Open Wind, you need a movie to watch. Open Wind, you're having guy trouble. Open Wind, blah, 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 blah. And so we kind of translated it into... Um, couples or it doesn't even have to be a couple people that you're long distance from as a way of having them with you and that kind of comes from uh my boyfriend and i when we're not in school together we are three hours apart and so long distance long distance can be difficult but if you you know give each other notes like this then you have a piece of them with you all the time and uh is um that particular individual that you wrote the song about still in your life Yes, I mean, I have a promise ring, so <laughs> he's still here. <laughs> way cool, way cool. So, um, and so you wrote, uh, you wrote the lyrics primarily, or the or the or the, the the idea behind the song. How did that come? Um, well, I'm trying to. It's been a year since we sat down to write it. I remember writing the lyrics first and talking about the idea at Panera with um, my mother and Thornton, and we were talking about this concept of like kind of inspiration derived from my relationship um, because during the summertime, my boyfriend and I don't get to see each other very much, and. Um, I am a hopeless romantic, <laughs> and so that kind of just gave us ideas, and it took off from there. 
really that's that's a, that's really a special story um, i thought it was a ex-boyfriend i didn't know it was current boyfriend so I, <laughs> it's I kind of smushed that's why i did the l that was the yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it started from ex-boyfriend but it's used now and it really correlates to um you know a, a lot of elizabeth's friends lily's friends do these open win letters they give boxes to their loved ones uh, friends whoever and so it's really kind of a universal theme for all of us to send an open win letter to whoever we're missing in a part from, you know, we thought it was cute. We came up with uh, open when you need a new song and this is a new song. So it's kind of, it's creative and poetic. And, you know, we tried to, I know for Thornton and I and Elizabeth and Lily, and I know Ted as well. Uh, we really do like to play with words and, and, and have those double meanings. And, you know, we, you're not sure what does it mean exactly, but it has a deeper meaning behind it. I think it's very important. I remember driving in the van, I was going to pick up, Lily and Carson, and we were trying to think of a, of a title for the song, and all of a sudden I saw in my mind, Open Win, and I was like, oh my gosh, we just need to name it. What it actually, what does it mean? And that's what it means, you know? I well, I'd like, to add, I'd like to add something, too. Uh, while the X, X did not appreciate those 500 and some letters or notes, <laughs> um, now she has somebody that really appreciates that. Yeah, he's, she has a great boyfriend. I mean, he's really an exceptional young man, and um, the two of them are a wonderful couple. And he should be on Broadway. He really should. Yeah, yeah, he's great. His his singing voice is like, uh, you you just put Pavarotti, you you move him over and then put Connor up there. His voice is just, (laughs) oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Well, how did you guys end up being around and with such talented people? Is that, I mean, you've got an illustrator, you've got a songwriter, you've got a couple of great singers. Are all your friends that talented, Lily? Yeah, on some of them, yes. Some of them are, yeah. Most of my friends are artists. Yeah. Um, Musical theater actresses. Oh, yeah, definitely. I have a lot of theater friends. A lot of theater friends. So really multi-talented kids that the girls know and are around. And then, you know, Elizabeth is in college for vocal and uh, instrumental. So she's surrounded by tremendous talented people. Um, And it's it's really amazing. Um, And uh, Lily actually is going to go to school for animation and filmmaking because she wants to turn her books into movies so we're just kind of you know there's just a uh, it's a big stove with a lot of pots boiling and and they all kind of it makes a great meal (laughs) i wish i had them as uh, students when i taught at ucla that would have been cool that would have been really and thornton teaches too so there's a lot of teachers in our team teachers and students we're all perpetually students learning there's always something else to learn yeah. Right, because we have to think about the, the next generation. So I do yep. I do some yep. coaching. I do some coaching in songwriting and instrumental things, you know, because mm-hmm. um, we want to keep this thing going and we don't want to just keep it to ourselves, the hit writing and the hit performances. We want to think about the next generation, right? And the next play, people. Play, people play it forward, yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what you guys do fascinates me, but uh, Thornton, I'd like to know, what is it? Is it the music comes first? Is it the lyrics comes first? For you, how does it work? Okay, well, it varies, uh, but generally what uh, clicks makes me click is I come up with an idea 
Um, I keep what we call a hookbook. I carry a hookbook with me. It happens to be on my computer, my laptop, uh, or my phone. But the um, what I do is I always look at, always listening to people what they say. I guess you could say I'm not a spy, but I'm I'm an eavesdropper <laughs> sometimes. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy watching people. I, I like to watch people. I bet Ted, a lot of people like to watch people. I sit some, you know, you, you just sit there and watch people go by and stuff. I think there was even a song about that, watching mm-hmm. people go by. Uh, but um, I like to observe and I hear things that people say and that just catches me and triggers me. So I write them down. I write the titles down and I think the, or the ideas down. And then next thing you know, when I'm co-writing with somebody or something, I come up, sometimes I'm prepared. I have a preparation with the titles and the ideas and, the, and then I start with that and next thing you know the title itself kind of writes itself writes a song because the lyrics come out based on the title so it's a focal point so then I write the title and then I go and write the chorus but it isn't always like that the whole every single songwriting situation but the chorus comes usually first for me the chorus unless it's an AABA song which is a verse verse bridge song uh, which would be a different situation, but um, that's where I do the chorus, and then that, then I center everything around the chorus, like the lyrics for the verses and all that. Oh, he froze. Oh, he he just froze. So we'll, he did. So I would, I would, I'll tell you, Kevin. He called me yesterday. Okay, how much did oh, you do that? Okay, again, the, when I focus on the chorus first, I focus on the chorus first and get a hooky melody and catchy title and everything from the title that I've chosen. And then what happens is um, uh, generally um, the melody starts coming to me because I can feel what the words are. I feel what the the words are saying, what they're the you know the the what they're crying out for, what kind of melody it's crying out for. Do you, does that make any sense? Like you know. Um, well, kind of, sort of, for somebody who has no idea what you're talking about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, but you, you can get inspired by um, the Bee Gees were riding across a bridge in Florida, and they heard the grating, which went, and they wrote jive talking, which starts off with that rhythm. I heard a guy in the airport pushing a cart, and the wheel was busted. It was like, boom, 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 because they kept making that. I was like that's a song right there so sometimes people hear songs in their head rhythms melodies words like inspiration can be all around my wife and i play a game walking down the street we take what we hear people say and we try to make it set make sense so you pass by somebody and like oh i have to go see my daughter and that's it you know and the next person says oh my foot hurts so if you can make my foot hurts i have to go see my daughter into something you know it's this there's a symphony of sounds and inspirations that surround all of us it's just you know, who picks it out of the air and uses it for something. I would second that too about what Ted said. It's not all, it's not all just a uh, formula. And I sit down and look at my computer and all that. Sometimes I'm out and about, I'm driving somewhere and I hear something in my head. I wake up with a tune in my head, you know, a melody or some ideas or I, something just triggers it, you know, like uh, a situation, you know, that happens in your life. Mm-hmm. And people keep telling me, I hear people say, you know, they have these writer's blocks. They have writer's blocks. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, you might have a writer's block. It's possible. But um, but look around you and see everything. Be attuned to every dimension, every dimension there is. I mean, you know, he out here, you know, taste, smell, sights, everything, just Mm-hmm. visual and um and, and i don't think you can run out of ideas i in fact i believe i have probably more ideas than i can ever write the songs that's that's interesting but <laughs> that's what that's what that's where the work comes in 
you know, because it's one thing I said, this, Bob Dylan told this to me. So this is not from a magazine. He said that when he started out, he just felt like he was passing the songs on. He said everything just came and he was like inspired and he didn't have to work at it. And then right around the time he did Slow Train Coming, he said the faucet stopped and like the songs weren't there anymore. So he had to work at writing the songs and he got scared. That's why he got back into religion. He was trying to find some way to get his uh, mojo, like in Austin Powers, his mojo back. But, um, you know, that's where the work is as a professional. It's easy to sit there and say, oh, great, we got a song. Everybody's inspired and you write sugar, sugar in 15 minutes. But then when you have to sit down and write something, it's not coming. That's where the work is. And that's what you have. You know, you have to put the work into it when it's not there. That's what makes somebody a professional songwriter and, and you know, who's devoted to it. Somebody who's just an amateur. Mary, you were going to add something to that. Oh, I was just going to say Thornton had called me yesterday to listen to a new song that he had just written with. Um, can we say he, who you wrote it with? Um, not yet, but it's an artist I wrote, uh, a, a well-known artist. Yeah, artist. yeah well, he just had a number one. So, uh, but yeah, so the way that Thornton's mind works, um, he's one of the most creative people that I've ever met in my life. And, and definitely our, our meeting was a God meeting. And it's been so... Uh, inspirational we've known each other since 2015 and it's just not ever where it's not inspirational and the thing that happens for thornton and i we talk we have an idea or we throw something back and forth like we we've written uh, and there's another song we've written um and with Elizabeth and Lily and it started from an idea you know it was like hey that's a song or hey that's a book and that happens to us all the time but what's really great is the constructive feedback when you can work with somebody that um, respects what your thoughts are and you can say oh you know like I sent it to uh, Ted yesterday and Ted wrote back and said okay that line doesn't work Let's, what about this what about this and if you can go back and forth and do that with somebody and you know you don't take it personally you're feelings don't get hurt but it's it's to make it better so it's kind of where we're always coming from is how can we make this better even when we're writing books together how can we make this like the best story we can put out there for others um but thornton is never without creativity he's never without an idea he's never without i mean during the pandemic we sat there on the phone and we were looking for a publisher right now for this book we sat there on the phone and in an hour we came up with 21 chapters for this book called the follow-up and he took 10 chapters and I took 10 chapters to write and then we put it all together and that happened during the pandemic and uh you know it was in a phone an hour conversation so I I think when you are connected with those like-minded creators uh things really do flow and and you can everybody adds to it hey what about this what about that and you know and somebody may say oh well I don't know well let's try it this way it's like putting a puzzle together do you guys realize that most of us have no idea what you can do? <laughs> that, that we have no earthly idea. See, it's like when you say you wake up with a song, there's another guy who that happened to back in the 60s, and that song has been uh, recorded by more artists than any other song in history, and that would be Yesterday, and Paul McCartney wrote it in his sleep. Or he just had it, the melody when he woke up, and it was, I think, Eggs and Ham. To be it was Crambled Eggs. Right. It was recorded 2,300 times so far. It's been yeah. recorded over 2,300 times. I believe in scrambled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you do when you're writing, sometimes you just put things in as fillers if you don't know what the word's going to be or the music you just put. It's the main thing is to get from beginning to end. There's, there's so many billions of unfinished songs out there. And you, that's the one thing you don't want to have. You want to 
work on it, get it to the end, and then you can adjust it. But you need to complete something. You know, a lot of people just start it, they give up on it, and they, you know, whether it's a song, a career, the, the thing is, as he says in the Bible, you know, he that endureth will be saved. And uh, with music, with anything you do, what you do, uh, radio, technology, media, art, dance, writing, the thing is to complete it, not to leave it unfinished. That's what I call authentic grit. Is that you don't give up? You can even even when you have less than a successful moment, you never give up. You keep following your passion. You keep following your dream, Lily. Let's let's fast forward forty years and then let's look back at where you've been. Where do you want to be when you're fifty or sixty, or where do you want to have done in your life? Do you have any idea? I, that's a, really an unfair question to ask, but but because I when I was twenty, I was a dishwasher at Denny, so I had no idea. But when we, but what would you like to be? When, she, when she's forty, a couple of us are going to be like the oldest living people on the planet. <laughs> Our producer is only 120 years old, but he's still got talent. He's still that ginseng guy, you know. No matter how old, Chad's gonna be like, "All right, Lily, let's do it, baby. Come on, I can still play the guitar." Like, I got you. The thing that's scary about that, before she answers, is that in uh, since like 19, I say 90, the uh, way music is recorded and things are done, media technology has grown in just those 30 years. We're talking about like a huge leap, you know, that wasn't there. It took a couple hundred years before that. So if you're saying when she's another 20 years for her, I can only imagine um, how media is going to be and how things are going to be recorded. And how recordings, yeah, recordings. You'll you'll just think of it and you'll be able to transfer it out of your mind into a computer. It'll be like um, ESP or something like that, you know? That would be amazing. Wouldn't it remarkable? You could make your output even more songs writing or something. Yeah. <laughs> story idea. Yeah, story idea. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so I would like to be a movie director. I would like to be a producer. And I also want to act in my own movies. Not only act, but animate in them. Animate them myself. Self. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to share uh, God's message to them, even though they're like fiction and stuff like that. that that's really cool. Elizabeth, you know, I, I, I can't even remember when I was in your age or as talent. You guys are way talented. Where are you going to be? What do you want to do with your life? You know, everybody keeps asking me that question. <laughs> um, I want to be successful with um, however many routes I take. Um, I want to share my music or our music, uh, all of it, together with the world under a positive light for people to be able to come together. Um, I want to be able to teach and uh, pass my knowledge down, but then also just kind of like share with uh, the younger generations like hey this is music this is what i've learned take take it you know do with it what you will and just make music with a bunch of people and i just want to be successful with whatever i do are you guys planning on touring with this song and with others that, that happens yeah. 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 And, and i want to say this kevin so uh, um 
Elizabeth is really, both of the girls have an incredible ear for harmonies and timing and writing. And so, you know, there, I know that Elizabeth is, she's really good at, at being able to um, pr produce and, and put all this stuff together. So I, 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 Elizabeth, if you want to tell the story, you can't, I, I just think it's so cool. Last year, what happened on TikTok with you and oh, yeah. you want to tell Kevin in the audience what happened? Um, I was hitting a little bit of writer's block um, and I wanted to write because I was trying to uh, pull myself out of the kind of depression that the pandemic had put me in because it had kind of really really changed the way that we did school let alone the way that you're doing music school because you know everything everything changed and I really was searching for just making music and I was struggling to write it myself and so I went on TikTok because it's an artistic outlet for me and I posted a video that said hey comment something about yourself and I'll write a song about you just like a little song and it blew up more than I thought it was going to and so a lot of people were like hey um my name is blah 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 I'm this age I like this I'm like this blah 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 and some of it was just really surface level stuff but then some of it was a lot deeper than that and it inspired me and I actually this may sound cliche but I was kind of inspired by one of Taylor Swift's new albums where she was writing stories about other people instead of writing stories about herself and so that's why I was like oh you know maybe I can find inspiration from other people's stories rather than just my own experience and that's where I haven't finished the songs but I've written seven or eight of them and they are amazing. She had 15,000 people in like two days respond to that message on TikTok. Uh, congratulations. That's, a, that's, a, that's really cool. That's, you were able to do that. And by the way, uh, Mom, um, you must be really proud. These kids, um, you know, for, for being... Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny we just i just i put it up and i just got a um comment on it from uh, a lady named wanda d who's a dear friend and uh she's the group the klf and she just came back from europe they played to like fifty thousand people concerts all over europe and they're going back out again and she was just she just gave a uh, congratulations to you guys and she's just really a positive she's just amazing she was the first uh, female dj she goes back to africa bombata and she was in a movie called beach street and um she's just incredible she's a dj and then she's a singer she's a dancer she's a performer she can sing in six languages and she's like like these girls you know that have a career like that she's been doing it for years she has a house in california on the beach she owns hotels her and her husband are just incredibly talented and they just go out and play for all these, you know, millions of people. And uh, that record, uh, 3AM Eternal, was one of the biggest dance records ever and the top 50 dance records of all time. So she just gave you all a nice shout out. Wow. She's an amazing artist. So uh, that's the kind of career I, you know, see you guys having like Streisand and just, you know, um, just incredible. They, you can have a career like um, 
you may not even know who this was, but this singer named Harry Belafonte. And Harry was about 20 when he started. And he, he started out singing these Calypso songs, you know, Dale and all that stuff. But he used that to get to where he could make an impact in the world. His whole goal was to make an impact. And he was with Martin Luther King and he was friends with Martin. He marched with Martin. He helped get Nelson Mandela out of prison. So he used the music to get into film. And he broke color barriers as a black man. I mean, they wouldn't even let him get dressed inside Caesar's Palace in Vegas when he played there. He was getting dressed in the parking lot. So all those barriers that he broke, he used music to get to that. And that's what these girls, I see them having careers like that. Harry started We Are The World. So from Deo, you know, simple little pop song, he moved him to where he was, um, you know, uh, changed the world. And that, that's where I see uh, Lily and Elizabeth having careers like that, changed the world. Mr. Perlman, when are you writing your book? Um, I, I got to write soon because there's a lot of pe- people leaving the planet. <laughs> It was just, I was reading a story about the um, space telescopes and they mentioned uh, the Keck telescope, which is in Hawaii. And so that was a lady that I worked with and wrote songs with. And Elizabeth Keck is just like one of the billionaires of the world. So, um, you know, she would be in any book that I write. Uh, Thorne would be in any book that I write. You know, the girl, like the book's still being written. Well, I'm honored. Thank you. You know, the book's still being written. I've just been blessed to interact. I'm like... The, the president of Fuller Seminary, where I met my wife, said I'm the Forrest Gump of music. Because, you know, remember Forrest Gump, he interacted with like everybody. Somehow or another, you know, he ran into everybody. And that's pretty much been my life, which is um, wonderful. And so I'm blessed. Uh, a book, right now I'm too busy to sit down and write the book, but that I'll, I'll have Thornton write the book for me. <laughs> I was going to say, Thornton and I can ghostwrite it for you. Ghostwrite, yeah. My yeah, ghost we can ghostwrite it for Actually, to be honest with you, most, I, I'm sure you know this, Kevin, um, everybody probably knows this is a lot of um, celebs, not everybody, I don't want to generalize, I mean, a stereotype, but um, a lot of celebs are so busy, just like Ted said, I mean, Theo said, uh, very busy doing all the things, they do have ghostwriters and people that help them write the books, you know, um, you know, no matter how talented they are as writers too, I mean, they just don't have the time to it, so they, uh, a lot of books that you see out there that are celebrity written are um, have a lot of the thoughts and ideas from the celebrities, but but they actually didn't write everything word for word, you know, verbatim. So. Yeah, a lot of them use ghostwriters. By the way, life um, is like a box of chocolates. You just right. don't know what you're going to get. That's, that's right. That's true. So uh, yeah, we have a Forrest Gump in our town, actually. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> we do. And you know, the cool, the interesting thing about it is the guy's been running in this town. Uh, Thorne, I don't know if you've ever seen him. For 20 years that we've been here, this guy's been running, right? And he's all in black. And, and he's, his beard gets longer and longer as the years go on. And he always has, now he has a sign on him in the front and the back. And it's all about peace and Jesus. And he's got all kinds of scripture written all over him. So we just, we call him the Forrest Gump of, uh, of the town we live in, the city we live in. Can you show uh, it? Same, yeah. Well, do they have, um, do you have, you have call-ins, too, don't you, on your show? We do. Would you like it, shall we? Uh, Nathan, let's see if we can, if somebody would like to call and talk to these folks. Sure. Our phone number to give us a call is 425-373-5527. That's locally in Seattle or toll free at 888-298-5569. I have to tell you, I was being a little selfish because I just want to ask him something. What do you, why don't you have a Ken Griffey shirt instead of a 
Minnesota Twins shirt on. <laughs> well, for those of you on the radio, I'll tell you after, but I'm just going to do a quick turnaround here. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> and uh, Joe Nathan was the pitcher, so naturally it has my name on the back of it. Okay. And I just had to get that shirt because of it. Okay. And then uh, another quick story while it's there. Uh, one time the Mariners had a Brad Miller. So uh, Miller is on the back of the jersey, and sometimes I go to games against the Twins. So I wear the Twins shirt underneath and then wear my Mariners jersey uh, just a little bit lower. So on the back, people read Nathan Miller. Yes. So you could you couldn't do that in New York. If you go to a Mets game with a Yankees shirt on, you will get physically assaulted. <laughs> Same thing if you go to Yankees game with a Mets shirt on. New York fans are like soccer fans. So I was just wondering how you get it. You since you're in Seattle, you know, you're wearing a twin shirt. So I was just curious because uh I went to a Dodgers game with a Yankees hat and people were like, you know, get out of here, you bum, go away, go back to New York, you know? Yep. And by the way, we are going to play the song again. We're going to play Open Wind before the show ends. But I wanted to make sure that we got out where they can pick up the song, where they can. And please, ladies and gentlemen, do not download music. Please purchase it and then download it because the artists, it, 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 the music industry, as, as these folks will tell you, is changing. And it, and it makes it very difficult. So, so please go. Where, where can they actually buy this song from? Anywhere it's stream, and please go buy it. The girls need to pay for college, so yes, they're. I, I can. I can. <laughs> uh, I can yeah, Spotify, um, Spotify, iTunes, iTunes uh, Apple, Apple Music, right? Yeah, well, there's going to be a Sister J Bitcoin, so it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> there's, an, there's an NFT, a Sister J NFT coming on. You can get, you know, a personalized copy of Open Wind where they talk to you. Um, I, and I know that's the future. I know that's where things are going to be. So. Um, the way media is, um, like you say, don't download. But the th thing about NFTs that are good is that you buy it. If you sell it, then the, the person who wrote it gets paid. It's not like, uh, you know, you can pass, you can download something and keep passing it on. Even if you bought it, you make a copy. But with an NFT, it, you can't make a copy without the publisher, the writer, the artist getting paid. So that people look at those things as new, they don't know what it is, but they're positive things that can be really uh, good for the artists, especially in an arena where, you know, on Spotify, Apple Music, the writers get like, oh, oh, two cents. So NFTs are really, it's a good way for the artists to get, um, finally start making money back on their uh, creation because some of you well all of you guys are beyond talented and you deserve to get paid for it and yes. and right now unless you're touring it's hard to make it's hard to make ends meet but um but i'm hopeful that but, but by the way ladies i've got to ask you when are you going back in the studio with another song very soon yes they also have a video coming out isn't a video coming yeah. out like, yeah. Oh, yeah the video should be ready next week that's what we're hoping for yeah we were finishing it monday they can go on youtube yeah and this okay. is sisters J. um so you can go and uh look at their music and please like i like i said don't stream it download it do you know do do the right thing by them and uh, it's not expensive like it's like a buck buck and a quarter for a song or something like that no it? yeah it's gotten really support, yeah, support the artists yeah. and uh with merch via merchandising um when they go on tour go to the shows buy the merchandising that's that's the way that the artists can make their living nowadays. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very important. 
and, to, and to support your radio station, um, to support your radio show, you know, who gives a platform for up and coming artists. That's really important. So thank you to you for that. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Yeah, we appreciate it. By, by the way, just so you know, I dumped my commercial break for you guys so that because uh, I wanted to oh, wow. play, I wanted to play this straight through so that because I'm, I'm I got to tell you, I want to support your work and what you're doing in any way that I can. And uh, by the way, Mary, I wanted to ask you, you also have a podcast. Yes, you have a couple. Uh, of I do. I do. I have a couple of live streams. So one is called Writer's Corner Network. It's over on Facebook, but we're on Twitter and YouTube and LinkedIn and Amazon Live. And it is a writer show. It's an author show so we have interviewed you know new york times bestsellers international bestsellers multi-award winners um the the girl the jennifer lieberman we had on tuesday has won five awards this last year for her book called um uh, the the year of the what that's the name of her book and it's based on a true story and her life but uh, yes Thornton's been on several times and then I do a show for um, special needs and disabilities because I, I am a special needs and disabilities advocate um, but you know as a mother I will say um, all children need a creative outlet and um, it's a way for expression whether a child is nonverbal or verbal even verbal children have a hard time expressing themselves as adults we have a hard time expressing ourselves don't we so um you know find them an outlet something that's healthy something that makes their soul their spirit sing uh makes them thrive they may never may never do anything professionally with it in life but at least they've got that avenue so it's a healthy outlet that will not harm them or anyone else but they can work through and process through how they're feeling and they'd be able to go from maybe a really bad place to a more positive place mm-hmm. so they can have better self-regulation of their emotions but you know give them an outlet i mean you know i don't care what it is building legos digging in the dirt painting the walls you know something but yeah we i used a lot of creative outlets for my children and um it was very obviously instrumental in their lives because look where they are now it's you know gone beyond what i ever dreamed of for them and it's just at the very beginning Yes, it's a precipice. Absolutely, it is only the beginning. I just only the beginning. And just, and this is for you, Kevin. Kevin! <laughs> 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 just to, 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 oh. because if people they can't see us, um, um, I did a pre-interview with them, and we recorded it. And my producer uh, looked at it after because you did you did that to say it to do it like you did it on the the pre, the video that we did. I want you to do the live version of you doing it. The live version of you doing it. Yeah. Oh, not Catherine O'Hara. Are you going <laughs> to? No. Okay. I'll, I'll just, I'll just fill it in. He said, uh, he said, <laughs> Sorry. That, that's it. <laughs> and it took a while for my producer to get the fact that that was from home alone. Um, but then she, then she fell over laughing. So that was, <laughs> Yeah, okay, but Ted, you have to do your version. Do your version. You know, and then we just saw I saw the new Despicable Me movie. I love it. it. The, the prequel, and it was uh, hilarious, you know. And so Bob and Kevin and Stu Bart. I mean, it it was just it was really really great. It was called the uh, the Gru the what is it called? Uh, the Gru or something? The Rise of Gru. The Rise, the Rise of Gru. Yeah. Yes. 
so well, good. I was doing it from a kid, and it was just uh, awesome with the little minions and stuff. So don't you love the soundtrack? It's all seventies. I want the soundtrack, so I'll be buying the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know half the people who played on those things, and there was a couple of Earth, Wind, and Fire songs. I know for Dean White from Earth, Wind, and Fire, and he did a couple of the songs, so they did them over. Some of them they used the originals, and there was some other ones, but it was really uh, clever. You know, uh, Tam, Tam, what is, I forget how you say her name, Tamara, Tam, um, she did one of the duets and stuff. It was just, it was great. It was great. I love all the uh, Despicable Me movies and then the Sing 2, which is the same people from Illumination, Illumination and that language that they're using. You know, it's kind of like this Italian, Spanish or French thing that they have. It's like they took helium. That's your newest and, uh, song, Ted. Yeah. That, Ted, that's your new song. You know, when they do the, the opening credits are just so, it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. You know? I, know. I think listening to them talk in that movie made me laugh almost more than anything else. It was so funny. Well, I mean, just all of them. Dr. What's his name? When they find him in the store, Doctor uh, Nefario. Doctor Nefario. Before he mm-hmm. became Doctor Nefario. I mean, it's just it's just such a great. For some reason or another, they they turn a guy who's a, a criminal into somebody that you love and has such a big heart. And and the theme that's in there when it, he takes the orphans in, and he's trying to be. He's not mean at heart. You know, he's like that's his career. I'm, I steal the moon. I do this. I do that. You know, I do all these things like that. And again, you know, Steve Carell is great, but the underlying theme is love and family and just even with his crazy mother. So, you know, I, I see I see uh, themes of love in everything. I mean, I see. You know what's funny, Ted? Carson yeah. said, as soon as that movie was over, I want to be a supervillain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You know. You got his yeah. name already, Dr. Edge. <laughs> Dr. Edge, yeah, super villain. I mean, um, if people can find positivity in, in anything, I mean, it's just how you interpret things. You know, like I said, a song, there's a song by ACDC and it's called Highway to, you know, it starts with H. Reminds with Bell. I just sing it to Highway to Heaven. Every time I hear the song, I like it. So we're on the highway to heaven. And I just, you know, change uh, anything that's not positive, I can turn it into something positive. And that's the way you uh, we deal with life every day. You know, if something happens to you, you turn it around and keep going, keep a positive attitude. And that's what's amazing about our team is that they have that same positive glow that comes from uh, inner faith and belief. And so no matter what happens, any setbacks, it's just keep going forward. There's no reverse. And our song, Open Open Again. This team does no reverse. Nathan, can you uh, uh, cue the the song again and let me know, and we'll play it going out because uh, I want to give them a, 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 just a moment to be able to. Uh, but give me a, give me a time as to when we got to start the song so that we can play it and it complete before the show ends, um, if that if that makes sense to you. Um, so what I'd like to do at this moment is give each start with the girls. I'd, I want to give you a moment to say anything that you would like to our audience that are listening now and that are listening in the future. Anything that you feel like letting them know. Elizabeth, we'll start with you. Oh, well, thank you for listening. And we hope that our music brings you joy. And yeah, I just want to spread love and happiness and positivity. You're my kind of gal. And uh, Lily? Um, 
Never give up on your dreams and never lose hope because hope is eternal and it'll always be there for you. So continue to shine that light. I'd like to thank the five of you for being here. And next time, uh, 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 Mr. Perlman, if you next time you got to what we got to do is we'll have a debate. Who was better, Barbara Streisand or Whitney Houston? But we're not going to do that today. But that would be a that would be an interesting conversation. There's no, there's no, there's no better like with uh, singers, artists. There's no better once you get to the level of being professional. You're just different, you know. Exactly. And so we're gonna we're gonna play the song open win this is sisters jay i want to thank you all for being here again and remember be kind to each other because each other seattle thank you for listening seattle and thank you kevin we appreciate yes thank you thank you thank you guys and this is open Open Nothing we can do about the distance The miles between us A part of me is missing A road through a laptop For every day we've been together Open each one when you think of me
said love would be 